The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Friday, July 22nd, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news made possible when you shop Amazon through my links at buzzburbank.com. Donald Trump painted a bleak picture of the U.S. and the world in his acceptance speech last night at the Republican National Convention, and he put most of the blame for that darkness on Hillary Clinton. Promising to be the law and order candidate, Trump said Americans would be safe as soon as he sworn in on January 20th. He said it's time to end political correctness, round up criminal immigrants, deport those here without papers, and yes, to build a wall along the Mexican border. Trump promised to open up the coal mines blamed for global warming and to shut down and replace Obamacare, which has insured millions of people who'd previously gone without. The crowd in Cleveland ate it up, breaking into chants of build that wall and, for Clinton, lock her up. Trump praised the Second Amendment and bragged about his high rating from the National Rifle Association, a group that's blocked many of the gun reform laws favored by a vast majority of Americans, including universal background checks. Although much of the speech was gloom and doom, Trump made a litany of promises, including building the wall, mass deportation, and tax cuts for everyone. He did not say how he would accomplish his goals, what it would cost, or how he would pay for these things. With that, the 2016 Republican convention came to a close. The Democrats begin their nominating party on Monday. The latest development there has Hillary Clinton still undecided on a running mate, but leaning toward swing state Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia. Part of the deal with NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, of which the U.S. is a key player, is that each nation rushes to the defense and assistance of the others when needed. Donald Trump wants the U.S. to stop rushing in, when it's to help countries he feels haven't held up their end of the NATO bargain. Trump says that includes our closest allies, as well as countries most likely to fall to Russia, the Baltic states of Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia. Trump says it's time to, quote, fix our own mess before trying to fix other nations. He believes that if the U.S. were to back off, the 27 other countries in NATO would step up and commit more dollars, more equipment, and more troops. Trump says the U.S. has no business lecturing other countries when this one's plagued with cop killings and riots. Hillary Clinton says that kind of talk is more proof that Trump doesn't have the knowledge or the temperament to be president. Quoting her, For decades the United States has given an ironclad guarantee to our NATO allies. We will come to their defense if they are attacked, just as they came to our defense after 9-11. Trump also said this week he'd modernize our nuclear weapons, calling the existing stockpile obsolete. Quoting him, we have nuclear that we don't even know if it works. The next day, Ted Cruz explained exactly why he didn't endorse Donald Trump when he spoke this week at the Republican National Convention. I'm not in the habit, said the Texas senator, of supporting people who attack my wife and attack my father. After being booed off the stage and being escorted out of the arena under heavy guard, Senator Cruz points out he didn't say anything negative about Trump and made it clear he, like many other Republicans, will not vote for Hillary Clinton. Still, Cruz was jeered and targeted with threats when he didn't say he'd be voting for Trump, instead saying Americans should vote their conscience. And Cruz appears to have violated an agreement he and other candidates signed with the RNC promising to support the nominee. But Cruz says that agreement was voided after Trump attacked his wife's appearance and the integrity of his father. 
Trump walked into the convention hall at about halfway through Cruz's unpopular Wednesday night speech. Trump had already read and approved Cruz's script, and Trump told reporters he was unconcerned about the non-endorsement. As Republicans argue they'd do a better job with the economy, the Dow hit a new all-time high this week, breaking its own records for the seventh time in seven consecutive trading days. The market was up for nine straight trading days, something it hadn't done in three years. The U.S. dollar is now stronger than it's been in four months. Gas prices are at their lowest point in 12 years. The latest police shooting of an unarmed black man occurred in North Miami. This time, the victim was a mental health worker who was trying to assist an autistic man who'd slipped out of a group home. But once again, much of the incident was captured on cell phone video. The mental health worker, 47-year-old behavioral therapist Charles Kinsey, was shot in the leg by police as he lay on his back with his empty hands fully extended into the air. Police had responded to the report of a man with a gun. The man was the 24-year-old low-functioning autistic patient. The gun turned out to be a small white toy truck. The therapist is heard saying that on the video and telling police exactly who and what he was. Kinsey says he was handcuffed after he'd been shot and that he was positioned face down on the pavement by officers where he stayed for 20 minutes until the ambulance arrived. During that time, Kinsey says he asked the officer why he'd shot him. He says the officer told him, I don't know. It's since been reported the officer meant to shoot the autistic man, not the mental health professional. That officer is now on administrative leave for the course of the investigation. Quoting Kinsey, my life flashed in front of me as he thought about his family. The NBA says it's moving its 2017 All-Star Game out of Charlotte, North Carolina, after giving that state a chance to rescind its new laws that restrict gay rights and ban transgenders from the facilities that match their identities. As a result of the NBA's pullout, the city of Charlotte is expected to lose out on some $100 million in revenue generated by the All-Star Game. Now that Massachusetts and a few other places have outlawed assault weapons, the energetic gun industry has found some workarounds, combat-style weapons that look like assault weapons but technically aren't. They're powerfully deadly weapons designed specifically to skirt the ban on assault weapons as the law defines them. And in many cases, it only takes an attachment or a minor modification to turn them into assault weapons. Once those weapons were outlawed, the state's gun lovers bought 10,000 of these copycat weapons. Massachusetts Attorney General says this will not stand. Her office is now cracking down on these lookalikes and putting the big gun companies and the 350 gun dealers in Massachusetts on notice. The clarified law says that if a gun's internal operating system is essentially the same as those in the AR-15 and AR-47, it too is illegal. A major gun group in Massachusetts says that clarification is vague and confusing and would include guns not normally considered to be assault weapons. The federal government used to have a ban on assault weapons and copycats, but that law expired 12 years ago. I'm as unhappy about this as you may be. I passed along some frightening research yesterday that said new cases of advanced prostate cancer in this country are up 72% over the last 10 years. That's an accurate portrayal of what was found by researchers at Northwestern University, but the American Cancer Society says not so fast. It says Northwestern's research is flawed, leading to false conclusions, in short, just plain wrong. The disagreement here is part of a bigger disagreement over the importance or 
lack of importance of the PSA test. That's a blood test number that's often elevated in men with prostate cancer. But for the past four years, experts have argued over whether that test is reliable or even useful in any way. Those who defended the PSA test had predicted an increase in serious prostate cancer ever since the test was called into question four years ago. The Northwestern study seemed to back up that argument, but now the American Cancer Society says the study failed to consider a number of things, including our increasingly aging population. Now in its fourth year with over three million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. If you're already shopping for back to school or off to college, Amazon is ready for you. Right now, find deals on everything from approved homeschooling curriculum to required public school items and everything a college student needs. In the back to school department, just enter your zip code and Amazon will tell you what you need in your district, whether you're a student or a teacher. There, you'll find Amazon's picks for the best items and the best deals from kindergarten to college. Amazon also has new and used textbooks. Save big on textbooks by going to Amazon first. You'll also find Kindles and Amazon's Fire Tablet, now on sale for as little as $49.99. And don't forget Amazon's Student Prime, which carries most of the benefits of Prime at a price a student can afford. Whether it's a classroom, a church, or an office, ordering regularly through the Amazon link at buzzburbank.com sustains this free daily newscast. And no, summer's not over yet. You'll still find deals on everything from lawnmowers to hammocks to beach and pool supplies. Please use my link at buzzburbank.com. With the start of the Summer Olympics just two weeks away, police in Brazil have arrested at least 10 supposed ISIS terrorists. Officials in Sao Paulo say the 10 belong to a group called Defenders of Sharia, and they were directly in touch with ISIS and had plans to attack Rio during the Summer Games. Two other members of the group were still being sought, but... Police say they did confiscate guns, communications and wiretapping equipment, and tactical plans. Those plans included martial arts and weapons training. Brazil's interim president called up his cabinet for an emergency meeting after the arrests were announced. At a time when big money in politics was already influencing our election campaigns, the United States Supreme Court made a ruling that made that influence even greater. The court ruled that corporations, like people, have a right to unrestricted free speech, never mind they could afford more free speech than citizens. The court's decision allowed big companies and individual billionaires to spend about whatever they want on a campaign, whether it's for a candidate or an issue, through so-called super PACs. From President Obama on down, some Americans scolded the court for a decision that made our election process worse, not better. Could a viable candidate run a successful campaign without that big money? Bernie Sanders proved a candidate could. He never took or allowed a dime from big money. Hillary Clinton did. But that same Clinton is promising to push for a constitutional amendment to say, in effect, that corporations are not people. She says she'd propose this in her first month in office to get the big money out of politics. This, by the way, is another position for Clinton that sprang from Bernie Sanders and is embraced by the Sanders supporters Clinton needs to win. Other Clinton proposals include tuition-free college for students whose families make under $125 a year, another Sanders position. Of course, Clinton is promising a proposal, a proposal that isn't likely to make it through Congress, especially since it would take a two-thirds majority in both houses to alter the Constitution, a job even more difficult if that decision is influenced by big money. If we the people were to make it an issue, 
it could affect some Senate races on the same day we elect a new president. Your backyard chickens are trying to kill you. As more Americans take up raising chickens to harvest their eggs, salmonella has broken out in 45 of our 50 states. The CDC says chicken-borne salmonella has sickened more than 600 people just in the past six months. Since the start of the year, there have been nearly 300 new cases of salmonella poisoning in humans. Nearly a third of them wound up in hospitals. Nine out of ten of the affected had handled a chicken in the week leading up to their illness. Testing the chickens confirmed they were the source. The CDC recommends washing your hands after handling a chicken. The CDC says a chicken can carry salmonella even if it looks healthy and clean and has no trouble crossing the road. A small town in Colorado is retesting its drinking water after reportedly finding traces of THC, the ingredient that gives marijuana its buzz. There's evidence someone may have put the THC in one of the wells in Hugo, Colorado. There have been no reports of illness or injury from, say, walking into doors. Which brings us to this. Of all the stories I reported, of all the comments I've made about corruption or social injustice or even scientific advances, none have brought the emotional response I witnessed yesterday after a story about Pokemon Go. Although I never called the wildly popular game dumb, I suggested that some of the people playing it are walking into doors over cliffs, driving into other cars, including police cars, to name a few. A couple of passionate Pokemon Go players soundly objected, pointing out the game has socially redeeming value, getting people off their couches and bringing people together. Police in Baltimore playing it with kids, ostensibly improving community relations at a time it's truly needed. I'm for all of that, even if it springs from what's likely to be another passing fad. So Pokemon Go, if you wish. I'll be watching from here for all of its ups and downs. And finally, street-fighting cats are protecting some of the beer that's brewed in Chicago. A local humane society has a program called Cats at Work that employs feral cats for rat control. Three of those cats now protect the grain at the Empirical Brewery in Chicago. The brewery gives the cats shelter, food, and fresh litter. In exchange, the cats provide what the company calls, quote, the best pest control solution around. The head cat at the brewery is Venkman, who, having already established his street cred, now has his own Twitter account. I'm Buzz Burbank. Have a great weekend, and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at BuzzBurbank.com. I'll be back Monday with another Buzz Burbank News and Comments. Buzz, buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.